Let's go to Grant Morris now, our regular historian, who I believe is in South Korea, Grant. Yes, indeed. How are you, Jesse? Good. Tell me where you are, what the time is, and what you can see. I'm in Gwyeongju, which is the famous ancient historical capital of Korea and uh, often called the Museum Without Walls. And I'm sitting in my hotel at the moment, just looking out and looking over some of the historical archaeological sites uh, in the city, which is in the southeast of uh, South Korea. Tell me, have you enjoyed your trip so far? Yeah, it's been amazing. Like it's, uh, you know, the subject of this talk is to recommend it to other New Zealanders who might be thinking of a, an adventure somewhere, and in particular, a history adventure. And do I recall that you took one of your daughters who was uh, a keen uh, K-pop fan? Yes, and, and a budding historian as well. Um, right. Yes, yeah, so my eldest daughter is, is on the trip as well. Uh, well, for people who are thinking about a trip, how long should they book for and where should they go? Well, I think two weeks is, is a good amount of time. It's, I know it's quite a lot, uh, a long trip for some people, but if... if, if People thinking about coming to South Korea could put aside two weeks, and I think they'll get the most out of the trip. Um, there's about 25, 30,000 New Zealanders who take short-term trips to South Korea, according to Stats NZ. Now, the vast majority of those put down visiting friends and family as their reason, so I think we can safely guess that that'll be the uh, uh, Korean-New Zealand community, probably. Yeah. You know, not not that many non-Korean um, New Zealanders probably choosing to to be here as tourists. Um, but if they do go, two two weeks is is good because that gives you a chance to see Seoul, but also get out of Seoul, uh, which I think is really important, especially for the history uh, and to see some some more of the country. So basically, we've started in Seoul. We went down to Busan, second biggest city in the southeast, and then we're in Gyeongju now, which is near Busan, and then back to Seoul for for the rest of the trip. How has the travel been? Um, it looks like a fair hike from Seoul down to where you are now. Yeah, that it's, um, it looks like it. It's probably the distance, probably um, maybe Wellington to Hamilton, actually probably a bit shorter than Wellington to Hamilton, but it's mm. a fair distance. But because they've got the fast trains like Japan, uh, you know, you do it in, in several hours. So oh, it's great. really efficient. Like having been to Japan several times, you know, Korea is obviously different to Japan, but there are strong similarities in terms of infrastructure and just efficiency. Um, what should people visit in Seoul? Yeah, so from a historian's point of view, for those um, who are really interested in history, and so much of it is history and, 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 and interacting with culture, and um, I think there's two ways you can look at it. One is, you know, the, obviously the Korean War legacy, and then, you know, the other, um, the rest of the, the rich history. But for the Korean War, I think definitely the National War Memorial in Seoul is, is huge. Mm. And it's a wonderful um, museum and it's got a whole lot of military um, hardware as well for those interested in that kind of thing. And, and some really good shout-outs to New Zealand's role as well, which we talked about last time. Um, and the other one is the demilitarized zone, the DMZ. Uh, which is, of course, that that area between North Korea and South Korea. And some people think, oh, you know, would that be a bit naff? You know, would that be a bit awkward going there? But I do thoroughly recommend it. It's, especially on a good day, you can see clearly across to to North Korea and get a sense of, of, of just the tension. And unfortunately, you can't go to the armistice buildings anymore uh, in Bamajon because 
as you may remember, or as the listeners may remember, an American soldier dressed as a civilian went mm. on a tour and then sprinted across to the other side. And since then, South Korea is like, we're not, we're not risking that again. Oh, gosh. You don't get to go. You don't get to go near the border. Um, so that that part of it's all closed down at the moment because of because of that um, American soldier. Okay, um, and uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, there's a lot of history beyond that Korean War, though, as well. Um, this is the medieval history of Korea. Yeah, so we're, you know, we're um, the, the Schiller dynasty, which you know, lasts for a thousand years and, and, and for several hundred years, controls all of Korea. Uh, and there's, there's so many different parts. And because it's on a different um, time frame, I mean, you know, you know, I think as as your Western your, uh, historians, you try and fit it into Western structure. We can't really do that. It's got its own, it's got its own um, structure. Um, so definitely, that that is everywhere. And, and so we went down to Busan, and, and and a lot of people go down to see Hyundai Beach and uh, to to you know be down. Um, you know, if in the summer, especially the uh, the sea and, and the beaches or the um, cultural village. But again, you know, a lot of Korean war history in Busan, a lot of um, ancient and, and what we might call early modern period history as well. So Busan is definitely something I'd recommend as well. Uh, thank you. And then you're in Gyeongju at the moment. Um, why is that place worth a visit? Yeah, so this is the one that's probably a little bit different for what most New Zealanders might do. It's a big domestic tourist hub. You know, there's hotels um, everywhere. They've got this amazing set out in terms of the uh, historical archaeological sites because this is the capital of the Schiller Empire um, and the capital for hundreds and hundreds of years. And so while some of the uh, structures have been destroyed, many have been rebuilt, some still remain. There's Buddhist um, statues and, and grottos up in the mountains. There's huge temples, there's burial mounds, almost Egyptian-like burial mounds that you can go inside a few and see, you know, where they found the treasures and the gold, and, and it's just it's like a living museum, and it's it's not something that I think a lot of New Zealanders might think of, and I know the foreign tourist um, percentage is quite low compared to, um, say, Seoul or Busan, but. Yeah. Farad, if you're a historian, this is about as good as it gets. It kind of reminds me in a way of walking around Rome where everywhere you look there's a temple or a yeah. archaeological site or, 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 or something going on. Um and you know, it's a small it's a small place. It's about the size of Hamilton, uh, which gives you I think a better sense of, of Korea as well, perhaps. You know, or maybe, you know, small town Korea than, than the mega megatropolis um of, of Seoul. So what do you hope listeners take away from this talk? Uh, I think if you're interested in, in history, you're passionate about history, then Korea is just a wonderful place to visit. I mean, I think a lot of New Zealanders think Japan, um, and I would thoroughly recommend Korea. And, of course, there's all the other things and reasons that people go. The food, um, you'd love the food, Jesse. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> Amazing. I'll bet. Yeah. Yeah, the pop culture, as we mentioned, natural environment, hills and mountains and and, and trekking and the rest of it. But, um, yeah, my, my focus is, um, apart from the, the law and mediation, is also on the history. And it's, it's got such a rich history and it's very accessible as well to the tourists. So, yeah, thoroughly recommend a trip if people have got, um, you know, a, a list they're putting together. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your time there, Grant. Great to chat to you. Cool. Thanks, Jesse. Dr. Grant Morris from South Korea.